Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a broadcast from the Bistro. And before we get to our special guest, I wanted to go ahead so we could spend a lot of time talking with her. Is our next show will be October the seventh with Monica Marie Vincent, and then on the thirteenth of October with EJ Stevens. But for now, I would like to get to our special guest because. I love her book. She doesn't even know I'm finished with it, but I am, and I love it, and I want her to talk about it. Um, we Please help me welcome Nicole Lauren to the show. Hi. Hey, Nicole. Guys, how are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you for coming on. I know we mi- I missed the Facebook party last night, which I've already apologized for profusely, but do, I know it was a hit. So could you kind of just, you don't have to, you know, go over the whole thing, but could you just give bits and pieces of what happened last night? Oh, absolutely. We had a fantastic time. We kicked it off about 3 o'clock where I got everybody started and kind of just went over what was going to be happening and, um, you know, talked a little bit about uh, Heroes because, you know, this is the Heroes of the Night series. So that was kind of like the underlying theme. And, um so we did a like a roll call introduction. Everybody talked about where they were from so we could kind of get to know each other. And then um, I had a wonderful lineup of guest um, authors um, who guest hosted for me from um, Adrian Giordano, Tracy Devlin, um, Mary uh, Buckham, um, Oh, Misty Evans. Uh, I mean, there was just Dixie Brown. Uh, she stopped in and so had just, and I'm, I know I'm forgetting some people because there was like eight of them, Vanessa Knight. Um, so they just came, and then um, Hope Tar even stopped in uh, for a little while. It was a, a nice surprise. I, I wasn't expecting her, but she popped in to wish me, uh, congratulate me on the release, and then um, did a giveaway as well. So it was it was awesome. Wow. And uh, so, we, yeah, so we had a lot of fun. Uh, there were tons of giveaways. Uh, all the authors that were there, uh, Denise Swanson, uh, from uh, she writes uh, mysteries, but she also is doing romance now, too. So she stopped in and I uh, guest hosted for a little while, and um, so they all did some type of giveaway, and uh, we just had a blast. We talked about, you know, everything from what our favorite qualities are in heroes to sharing pictures, and um, it was it was so much fun. I, I it was you know it lasted till nine thirty. And uh, it just flew by. I couldn't believe it. And someone who was trying to keep up on their phone, they're like, okay, I'm going to have to go get my laptop because all these notifications are just blowing up my phone because so many people were participating. <laughs> so it was it was fantastic. <laughs> I had such a great time. I was feeling the love. It was awesome. A great way to celebrate the release. <laughs> well, wonderful. I hate I miss Denise Swanson. I love her book, too. Oh, she's awesome. I, I tell you, I'm part of the Windy City um, RWA group. And I right. am so fortunate that, uh, you know, Denise is in my group and Adrian and Tracy, uh, Susan Elizabeth Phillips is a part of our group. Um, Clara Kenzie, who won um, uh, Arita this year at the um, RWA National, she's in the group. I mean, we just have a phenomenal um, cast of people, everything from, you know, aspiring authors all the way to New York Times bestsellers. And they're such a wonderful, supportive group. And I just love them all. They're fantastic. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad it was wonderful. I, I knew it would be. I just hate that I missed it, but it sounds like it went wonderfully well, and I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's get on to the meat of this of this radio show because I love this book. And, of course, I'm not going to give any spoilers <laughs> out, 
But, um, and I've never, and I have to be honest, I've never, and Nicole can tell you, I've never read any of Nicole's books. Um, this is the first one that she was graciously asked me to review, and my review will go up tomorrow. So everybody can who visits the show, you can come read it on my blog. But and the cover, oh my god, the cover. But anyway, let me get to the title. More than one night. It is wonderful. So Nicole, if you can please tell everybody about. It. Okay. Well. Um, I know that one of the things that you uh, you had said you wanted to talk about was the inspiration for the story, and it, it's kind of ironic. I, I in my day job, I travel for work all the time. I'm like, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, kind of a thing all the time. And so I spend a lot of time in airports and, and in airplanes. And normally, I, I say hello to whoever my you know seat partner is, and um, but then I usually put my earbuds in and I zone out, or I work on you know my novel, whatever, um, or I just try to sleep because I'm tired. But um, this particular time, the, the gentleman sitting next to me, um, you know, he was like in the ripped jeans and um, just looked like, you know, kind of don't talk to me. But so I, but I smiled and said hello, and he said the same. And so we kind of just, you know, went on our way. Well, we made some kind of comment. One of us cracked a joke when the flight attendant was saying something about, you know, in the event of a water landing, and and it kind of broke the ice. And we got to talking and. We were on our way to New Orleans from Chicago, and he spent the entire trip basically regaling me with his philosophies about life, love, women, and uh, I just, <laughs> he had me in stitches. I was laughing so hard, and um, I told him, I said, I got to tell you, you know, I write, you know, on the side. It, it's it's something that I've been working on, and I said, I couldn't make this stuff up <laughs> if I tried, and uh, he laughed, and I said, you know, mm-hmm. would you mind if I use just, you know, some of the, you know, things that you said to me just as an inspiration for a character and kind of create one. Cause I said, I think he would, you know, I could make a really fascinating character and he goes, Oh, that would be really cool. And um, so I got to thinking about it and I, I, so I started creating the character of Daniel Bresland and then I thought, all right, what kind of woman would be, you know, would just turn his world upside down, but do it in such a way, such a subtle way that he wouldn't even realize it was happening until it was too late and he was head over heels in love. And, um, so then that's how Melody Alexander came to be a children's librarian in the western suburbs of Chicago. And um, and I thought, you know, they need to meet on a plane. That'll just be fun. <laughs> and so, um, and, you know, it kind of just developed from there and uh, just, you know, it, it, it's, it, so I wanted to talk about, I, I like to call them my real world heroes. I mean, don't get me wrong, as an avid reader since a very young age, I love, you know, the the billionaire tycoons and the, you know, all those fun things. Cause that really, you know, lets us have a lot of escape into fantasy. But I thought, you know, I want, I like knowing that, you know, something like this could happen to me. I mean, I'm never going to meet a sheik. I'm fairly confident <laughs> about that, but you know, I thought, so maybe other people would like that too. And so I wanted to create what I just called them my real world heroes and, and heroines and, and, you know, make it so that it still takes us away into a, a place of fantasy and escape. But yet we think, you know, Something like that could happen to me, and so that's the kind of story I wanted to create. So hopefully, I did. <laughs> so uh, you did. I mean, I, Daniel, of course, is my favorite. I mean, who's not going to love Daniel? <laughs> but I mean, it, I don't want to give away too much because I want to write my review, so I'm kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. But it's it was <laughs> wonderful. I mean, I didn't know what to expect going in. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to open up Nicole's book. Let me get started. And I and I normally don't say this for a lot of books, and everybody who knows me knows this. 
from the very first page, I was like, oh, my God, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I didn't want to put it down <laughs> because I was like, okay, I got to find out what she's going to do here. And I mean, the librarian thing really got it because you, you hear about librarians in books, but not really a children's librarian. It's always, mm-hmm. you know, yep. just like the main librarian or, you know, something like that. And it just, it gripped me from the get-go. So I know that everybody is, is going to love this story. Great, great. Well, and it's funny, I, I the first chapter, and I'm for those who haven't read it yet, we won't give any spoilers because that's one of my favorite um, things in the book, how that first chapter goes. And uh, there's, a, there's a bit of a... a a surprise at the end of the first chapter. And uh, I know when my editor read it, um, she said she, she called me afterwards and we were talking about the book and the edits we were going to do. And she said, but I have to tell you, she said, when I started reading the book and I'm going through the first chapter and I'm thinking, okay, you know, uh, she said, I, I thought I knew fully what to expect. And she said, and I turned the page and I saw the end of the chapter. She said, I sat up in my chair Tears sprung in my eyes, and I thought, oh, my God. And uh, she's like, and after that, I didn't want to put it down and because so, she wanted to see what happened next. So uh, so hopefully readers it's feel true. that way. And, uh, it I'm really sorry. is true. I mean, I, I was saying it really is true. Um, you really yeah. don't see it coming, and, and it's it's wonderful. And Good. Tell me, tell me what's next in this series. I mean, what can we expect okay, the, next? Yeah, the the next book in the series, um, book two, it will be due out. I, um, my publisher thinks is estimating in the spring of next year, and um, it it is called Remember the Night. And for those of you who have read the short story that came out in the Killer Beach Reads, and I have to say that very slow because most people think I'm saying Killer Beach Reads. Um, so <laughs> it's Killer <laughs> Beach Reads. Uh, I, I know, but every time I say it, everyone's like, "How many stories can there be about?" killer bees in the trees and I'm like no no that's not what I'm saying <laughs> so um but they uh so there was a short story anthology that my publisher put out and I had not originally planned to do any short stories but right when I um signed my contract with her uh for the two book deal she told me that they were going to be doing an anthology and she said if you'd like to do a short story as long as you can get it to me by you know this date um you know, we'd love to include it. And she said a lot of people are doing things that tie in to their series. So um, I, of course, you know, book one was written, and I thought, okay, well, the only thing I can do is is basically a prequel, you know, taking something that we that happens in book one that gets referred to and, and pulling that out and, and sharing that memory, basically. And so um, those of you who have read that, you know that um, it's about Evelyn and Cody, and we uh, Evelyn is Melody's sister, and uh, she's uh, in India. Uh, on uh, she does some business, and then she has a leave, and so she meets Cody, um, who is a, a friend of Daniel. So it kind of you know all works out very conveniently for me, of course. And um, but uh, so in book two, remember the night we pick up Evelyn and Cody's story, and uh, they remember what you know what happened in India and. Um, so yeah, it's uh, so that's what's going to be next in the series. And I know my uh, aunt, after she read the short story, she said, "So I'm going to hear what happens to them next, right?" I'm like, "Well, actually, Daniel and Melody's story is next." And she's like, "I have to wait till next year." I'm like, "Well, but that short story wasn't originally planned, so I'm doing the best I can here." So she laughs. She's like, "All right, I guess I'll wait." <laughs> so, but, but, but I'm working on it diligently now. <laughs> Well, good. Exactly. But, that, but, you know, that's what really builds it up for, for a lot of us readers is you're dying for that next book. But it makes it fun because you know it's coming. 
but you don't know exactly right. what's going to happen in the book, and that's the fun part. Exactly. No, exactly. And, and like you know, I like to keep everybody on their toes with what's going to happen. So, <laughs> and that's a good thing too, because there's nothing more boring. Well, I'm not going to say boring, but you know, a lot of the series, you know, after so many books, you kind of anticipate, you know, it's coming. And I mm-hmm. don't see you doing this anytime soon because you do put in some pretty. How shall I put this? Not twists, but they but they're they are twists. So you don't see it coming, but you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> but it's a good <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's that's the goal. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that, um, I mean, while I've been a romance reader, I mean, you know, I was reading Harlequins long before I probably should have been. Um, but, you know, that's like every, you know, young girl who's, you know, middle school or whatever, right. to sneak in your mom's Harlequins and things. And um, But um, so I, I've always read romance, but I love mystery and suspense. I'm a huge fan of that genre and, uh, um, and, and hope to write you know some of that someday too and um but uh so uh, but because i love you know those surprises and the twists and the turns it uh you know i, I think i try anyway to incorporate that a little bit you know they're certainly not mystery books or books by any means my romances but i, I like to you know keep you on your toes a little bit so make sure you're paying attention <laughs> Exactly. That's right. Because you want to be a reader wants to be on the edge of the seat when they're trying to turn that page and going, okay, what could possibly happen? Let's turn the page. You're like anticipating that that moment. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that you know because that's what I look for when I'm reading a book. And if and if an author can surprise me, um, they. They've got a loyal reader. I, I remember I was sitting in a train station, Union Station, waiting for my aunt and uncle to get in one time. I was going to take them home, and um, I, was, I was reading a paperback and sitting in there, and, and I turned the page, and literally, out loud, I went, <gasps> and so all the people in the train station, of course, were looking at me like I'm strange, but I said, I looked at them, I go, I didn't see that coming. You know, and so they're just like, okay, there's a crazy one. But, you know, but that's yeah, how exactly. authentic and, and it was, you know, it just caught me so off guard. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, so so that's what I, I like to, you know, give that same kind of gift to my readers as much as possible in, in the genre that I'm writing in. So. Oh, you do. Trust me, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I know you travel. So I know you, you mm-hmm. do have a spot. Okay. Well, I call it like the editing cave or the writing cave. Do you have a certain <laughs> room that you, or do you just write anywhere? Well, when I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be at home, I, I usually write in my office. Um, I've tried doing it some other places, but I find that I'm too easily distracted. I, I have the squirrel syndrome, you know. So you're, you know, something happens, you're like, oh, yeah. squirrel, and uh, so uh, so I, I find that I have to to keep myself focused because writing time is precious with a full time job. Um, you know that that again requires me to travel when i when I have writing time i I need it to be productive and so um i I typically set a timer and um for an hour and um i my goal is to get at least a thousand words done in that hour uh now I may go back and edit you know obviously and things like that, but i you know that that old saying you can't edit a blank page and while i I certainly don't want to write I'm not just writing things to write them but if I stay focused and I, I tend to type very fast, I can usually get, you know, a pretty decent word count in, in that hour. And then, you know, then it's like my reward that I can be distracted for a few minutes before, you know, if I have time to go back and do another hour. Um, when I'm on planes, I write. 
um, I have a, a small enough, like one of those more mobile laptops that, you know, can be a tablet or whatever, and um, which is very nice because it fits into the very small spaces that we have available <laughs> for personal yes, space on airplanes. And so um, I do try to get uh, my, my muse likes to uh, ride at 30,000 feet. So we get a lot of that done. Of course, it's always fun when you're riding a, you know, a, a more intimate scene and you have someone sitting next to you and you can just almost kind of seem like, you know, glancing over like what does she do right. you know, so uh but i figure if you're going to be nosy then you can uh you know you can see so have fun with that right um but so right. you know, like i said when i'm at home i write in my office um but i i do write in airplanes um while i'm at thirty thousand feet a lot as well so well that that's i mean it changes it up i mean who can almost yeah. say that all the time when you're writing i mean that would be kind of interesting do you have it any is, and, little... and, and airports are a great place for people watching and character building. Oh, so. that, that is true. And I can also say because I haven't flown yet. I, I've I've been scared to fly, but I, I am flying in November. But you know, I've always I've okay. always taken the train. God knows, everybody knows when Dawn and I take a train. Um, yes. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I yeah, we won't go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's really interesting to see the different people. Um, and I even think you remember the first train when I saw the Amish man. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to make a killer story. I mean, he was going back right. and forth, back and forth. I'm like, what is he doing, an Amish man going back and forth all this time? But, um, and by the way, I am working on that story because it just – I was thinking crazy things. But anyway, it is a great people watching, and I can't wait to see. I'm anxious to see who's going to be sitting with me, you know, and like, okay, where are they going to be mm-hmm. like? What kind, of, what kind of story can I come up with? Right, right, exactly. So it's, it's and that's what it, it keeps exciting. your creative mind going because you, you see people and you think, I wonder what they're doing. And, well, this is what they could be doing. And, ooh, and then you just kind of, it kind of goes from there. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> My friends see me all the I'm, time because – something will happen and they'll see me like they can just almost tell that I'm like gone inward and then one of my friends is like you're trying to figure out how to work that into your next story aren't you I'm like maybe <laughs> so <laughs> what would you be that idea exactly exactly so <laughs> now when you are I know you don't like distractions but do you have any little habits like you have like um let's see a little snack that you keep beside or um, I know you, I'm not going to say muse it because I'm sure that would distract you, but a, dr- a special drink, snack, anything like that while you're writing? I, I usually keep uh, water. I'm I'm always thirsty, and uh, so I always keep a, a fresh thing of water when I get ready to, to sit down to write uh, simply because that keeps me from going, oh, I'm thirsty. I should get up and go get a drink of water. Um, exactly. And so I have it there. <laughs> And uh, I do sometimes. I cannot. I cannot listen to music while I'm writing. I used to be able to, but I think that because I'm really concentrating and really focusing, and I'm, I'm paying attention to so many different things, um, that I, I can't listen to music because I I tend to sing along with it if it's got words, and if it's not, then I'm like, you know, humming the the melody, and so it, it just it doesn't work for me. I'm not that. Uh, I can't stay that focused, but. Um, like for instance, the um, the book I'm working on now, the the second book, uh, Remember the Night, uh, John Legend's song All of Me. Um, that is just a very fitting song for this book. And so a lot of times when I'm getting in the mood and getting ready to write beforehand, I'll listen to it on repeat several times, and that kind of gets me back into 
the the story and the characters and the you know the whole just feeling of the book and uh, so I'll do that sometimes if I um, do that or if I have a scene that I'm getting ready to write and there's a certain song that you know seems to go along with it again I'll listen to that beforehand but once I get ready to start writing I have to turn the music off and then I focus um, so I, I guess those are my only habits and like I mentioned earlier um, I do set a timer um, I uh, at one of our meetings one time I was talking about trying to find time to write with you know everything that was going on and uh, Susan Elizabeth Phillips was there and she said you know not having time to write happens sometimes especially for people who work full-time jobs but she said not knowing where your story's going is not an excuse not to write and so you need to put you know the time in the chair and in front of the keyboard and so she said she suggested like an egg timer or something like that i i i use the modern egg timer and use my phone and <laughs> you know, do the timer on there yeah. but you know she, she said you'll know, start with 15 minutes or whatever but make sure that the whole time that timer is going that you're writing and if you you know need to stop and you know, go to the bathroom and the kids need you or whatever, then you hit pause and then you go take care of it. So then when you come back, you hit resume. And so when you're done, when that beeper goes off, you know you had however much time you set out of quality writing time. And, uh, you know, as as silly as that seems or or as simple as it seems, you know, for me, it's it's worked wonders. It's helped me stay very focused and disciplined about getting, you know, some words on the page. And that's what you got to (laughs) do. So... It is because, I mean, even I'm I'm happy, don't get me wrong, that my kids are in school during the day, so it does give me better time. But before my mm-hmm. last one started this year, I, I, I had I couldn't do it. I just couldn't concentrate yeah. because the TV would be in the background. He would be, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. And I'm like, oh, boy, this isn't working. Right, I, right. I do good to get my work done and trying to add the writing in. It was either stay up really late, which I don't mind doing, and sometimes I did. But I was like, you know what, I'm just mm-hmm. going to wait till he starts school so I can have better management time. There you go. Well, I'm very fortunate. My baby is 25, so she's not usually too distracting anymore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, tell me, when you're not traveling and you're not writing and you're not reading, what other hobbies do you have? Do you have that you can squeeze in, or you would like to squeeze in? Let me put it that way. It's it's this thing I call sleep. Uh, So. no, actually, um, last up until this year, um, I played on a um, recreational volleyball team with my daughter um, and some of my other friends, and so it was the perfect opportunity because I could combine, you know, exercise, quality time with my daughter, and seeing my friends, um, you know, all in one evening. So it was great. But um, this year we didn't have enough people to make a team, so which is probably okay because my schedule is a little bit crazier this year than in past years. But um, I mean, I would say I love going to the movies. Um, of course, my husband always, uh, you know, we always have to decide, and, you know, he wants action. I want, you know, I, I said I don't need, like, love story every time, but I like, you know, uh, the the funny, the comedies, and, you know, those kind of things. And, um, of course, he always complains, though, if we get all the way to the end, and a lot of movies these days seem to not have a good ending and I'm I'm kind of an endings diva. I need everything wrapped up, all my questions answered, you know, everything good to go. And so he always fusses if we've had a really nice evening, we went to dinner, we've gone to a movie and then I'm like grumbling all the way home. I'm like, I can't believe it ended like that. (laughs) But that is one of my favorite things to do is to go uh go to the movies with uh, my husband. We have some friends that um we call them our movie friends and so uh uh, we'll do movies together, and and so that's what in my spare time that's really what I I enjoy doing. Um, so, 
that, but that's well, good. all I have time for. <laughs> well, I, I can believe it. Now, before, because we got six minutes left, and I, did, I didn't want the time okay. to get away from me before I asked this important question. I know okay. usually Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all that, but can you please mm-hmm. tell everybody where they can get their copy of More Than One Night? Okay, so well, like you said, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, it's available on iBooks, um, Kobo, Smashwords, um, and then I think um, in print copies you can get from either Barnes and Noble, um, Amazon, or Create Space. Um, those, so those are the places. That's everything I can think of um, where you can get uh, either an e-copy or a print copy from. And please go get a copy. I know I say it on every <laughs> show, but this book is. It's wonderful. I can't, like I said, everybody watch the blog tomorrow. It will be up at some point tomorrow when I can get everybody out of the house and get to writing it. But it will be put up tomorrow. So definitely check it out if you haven't read it. But also tell everybody where they can find you on the Internet. Okay. Well, I'm obviously on Facebook. uh, So you can just uh, type in my name and, uh, um, you know, find me there. Um, I have an author page and um, so I think if you just type in Nicole Laren author um, it should pop up and I have a street team that's called Laren's Lovelies. Um, We have about 60 plus members right now and uh, we have a lot of fun. They get um, uh, you know excerpts and and teasers and things before everyone else does. They get to see everything first. They get you know eligible to win special prizes and things like that and so it's an awesome group of people. You can find me on Twitter um, at Nicole Laren um, and then Pinterest. I am on Tumblr, but I don't do that to that too much. That's uh, the last social media thing that I go to. But uh, Pinterest and is there any others that I'm missing? Like major ones? I think that's um, it. I'm trying to think. I think you named them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you did. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so pretty much everywhere that all the normal mainstream social media outlets you should be able to find me on. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is good. So everybody goes stalker, um, especially <laughs> the street team. If nothing else, go join the street team because street teams are that really good awesome. about, you know, deleted scenes or, or like you said, seeing the covers before everybody else. And it, it's a good thing mm-hmm. to, to get into. Now, do you have any up, upcoming appearances where people can come see you in person? I do. I do, actually. I have a pretty full week uh, coming up. Um, on Saturday, October 3rd, I'm going to be at the Oswego Public Library uh, for their literary festival. Um, and then um, I'm having a launch party on uh, Sunday, October 4th um, at the, the community center in Aurora. Um, so if anyone's interested in doing that, if you could find me on Facebook and let me know, that way so I can know how many people to expect, that would be great. Um, I'm also going to be uh, one of the authors uh, reading at the Lady Jane Reading Salon. It's going to be at the Tanger Grill in Naperville, Illinois, on October 6th at 7 o'clock. Very excited about that. I've been going to those as a, um, as you know, listening to the authors for several years now, and this will be my debut uh, read there, so I'm really excited about that. And then I'll also be a part of the story, for those of you who have read it, know that it takes place in uh, Texas, some of it, and uh, so I'm going to be at the Grapeland Public Library in Grapeland, Texas, on October 9th, that Friday, um, doing uh, an author Q&A and, and book signing and everything. So I would love to see uh, some of the great folks from Texas uh, down there as well. That would be awesome. And that's oh, that's right wonderful. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you have so many appearances coming up. That will be wonderful. Yeah. Now, I know yeah. you've already 
gave some tips. I mean, especially like the timer and everything. But but now is your chance. You've got exactly two minutes before I have to say goodbye. We hang up. But if you have okay. any tips or if you want to talk to your readers, go for it. Um, well, I, I think my tips to authors would be just don't give up. Uh, one of the greatest pieces of advice that I got from one of the Windy City meetings is uh, from Denise Swanson, and she gave a talk and you know talked about her journey, and she said she had put a, uh, a piece of paper on her laptop that says it's not just about how good you are, it's how bad you want it. And, you know, that was a way of saying never give up. You know, if, if it's something you want and you keep at it, uh, no matter how many times they reject you because – you know, if it's your dream, then that's what you got to keep at. And if you're a reader, um, I, as I keep telling my friends who you're calling me and telling me, oh, my God, I love this book. or I'm like, you know what, sharing is caring. Tell people <laughs> that you love the book so that they'll want to go buy it too. Um, you know, that, that you know the, the reviews and sharing uh, about the book are, are the best ways for authors to, uh, you know, continue to be successful and to, and to keep doing what they're doing. So, um, you know, sharing is caring. <laughs> So that would be what I would say. And I just thank everyone who uh, who reads books. Um, I've been, like I said, a reader for a long time, and it's just a wonderful world to be a part of. And I'm so privileged um, to have uh, been a reader for so many years and now an author. It's just it's an amazing experience. So thank you. Well, I'm glad you came on the show tonight because I knew it would be a wonderful book. And I wish we could have timed it before the Facebook party, but that's okay. Um, I'm glad <laughs> okay. that that you got on the show, and I definitely, when your next book comes out, I would love to have you back on to talk about book two. That'll be fun. I would love that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, and and I hope you go have a good evening. Go relax or go write, whichever one yes. you're going to go do. I promise, but, I promise my husband some quality time tonight since I avoided it, ignored him all day yesterday. So. Oh, well, there you go. Husband time. There you go. Well, go have a good evening. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.